have it all, a business and lifestyle podcast for content creators and entrepreneurs. Real insights, help and conversations to inspire you to do what you truly want to. Spears. I like that. (laughs) Very sexy, sassy. You're not going to um, video this, then, are you? No, because have you seen the state of moi? You look nice. No, no, no. I've got the root. This is the wrong time to go back blonde, by the way, because the roots are coming. I haven't washed my hair in days. I, I haven't brushed it in days, actually. And I've been out in the sun, and you know when you're like putting sun cream on the kids, and then it gets on you, and then, and then you get on you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, but you don't don't have grey hair. Do you know what I know? It's not hell. I know. Lots of people say that. I don't know why. I think it's because I've got a lot of it. So, yeah, there probably is grey in there somewhere, but I've got loads that I get away with not really seeing it. Well. You're very lucky. Right. Anyway, we can chat. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Um, I'm really excited that this week I have got a very good friend of mine, somebody that I have met through the community that I run and that is on sort of a similar journey to me. We're at a similar stage of our journey, I think. And yeah, we bonded over cake and then the rest is history so <laughs> welcome Jess say hello, hello. <laughs> yeah definitely cake it was wasn't it so we met yeah. I met Jess um on Instagram well, I stalked you actually for a long time through our friend Pam oh yes that was the link wasn't it I forgot about <laughs> Pam good old Spamela B who... even though at that point I actually hadn't ever met her in real life but she was kind of like a contact with Christian. Right. I was your connector Um, in the end, wasn't I? I brought that, I made that magic happen. Yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's, so after my stalking episode, I finally got to meet you. And yes, a beautiful friendship was formed. It was, like instantly, you know, just, Jess is one of those people that, um, I don't know what it was, but we just clicked instantly, didn't we? And I think we have a similar yeah. sense of humour and... Um, a dirty one. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a dirty <laughs> one. And yeah, we just kind of hit it off. And then we very, fairly quickly met at, up actually, yeah. didn't we? Because you joined yeah. um, We Blog North, which is now Community Inspire Collaborate, mm-hmm. um, and came along to one of our events and yeah yeah, kind of the rest is history really you're like a properly active member but okay so that's how we met but for all of those listening that have no idea who you are Jess can you introduce yourself and just tell us a bit about what you do you know I hate doing these kind of things (laughs) because (laughs) it's almost like bigging yourself up (laughs) yeah but this is the chance but it's not an elevator pitch just you know no that's true um so I'm Jess I am in my mid-30s now, and I'm a mum of two, um, married to my childhood sweetheart, and I'm a blogger. Actually, some would say that I'm like an actress turned lawyer turned blogger slash business owner. I love that. Look at those things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, that's a cool like CV right there isn't it but anyway carry on carry on <laughs> so yeah my um my business is called Stockcube Digital that I run with Christian my husband um and it's an online marketing company so he does all the techie side which I find quite boring me too and I do yeah I do all the fluffy side so <laughs> I do all the content all the social media strategies um yeah and that, that's that's basically it in a nutshell Amazing. And okay, so before we get into mm-hmm. chatting and discovering a bit about your journey, since we are, and this podcast will be going out during lockdown, I have been asking everybody the same question. And that is, what are the five things you wish you stockpiled before isolation lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> I mean, it's not flour because you got enough flour going on. 
Hell yes. <laughs> Although we are running low. We um we went halves with our friend, so we've got like eight kilograms, but I think we've got about three left. Because how many did you order to start with? 16. I've got a, I think I've got 16 kilos coming now oh. <laughs> from your, from your source, from your contact. From my, from my source, Keep yeah. Keep that on the DL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so the five things, I'm not going to tell you one of the things, but that was found. Um, uh, tonic water. Right. Now. For your gin. Yeah. Okay. For the first three weeks, we were going hard at that gin. <laughs> when everybody thought it might just be three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've we finished quite a few bottles. Okay. But me and Chris have now made the decision that we're not drinking through this set of lockdown. Right, like it. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to make it feel like we are still drinking alcohol, you know, because we still need that buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just drinking tonic water. Oh, lovely. It's so nice though, actually. Why don't yeah. you just get, I know it's not exactly the same, but you could get a soda stream and just make mm-hmm. your own. Yeah, but no. Okay, fine. So you wish yeah. you stockpiled so, uh, tonic water? Tonic water. Um, oh, this is such a difficult question because I'm kind of like living at the moment okay. So there's nothing that you feel like you've really, because I know um, we've had... I mean, I'm not going to say condoms. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, because that's... Obviously, I can't, you know. That's uh, been a yeah. popular choice so far. Yeah, I can't do those. No, I oh yeah, yeah. We found out about this the other day. Are you? Do, do I do? Am I? Do yeah, I say share, it? Share, share what you no, found I out about I've yourself. Got... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can't believe I'm saying this. Um, I think I have a latex sensitivity. Yeah, and Jess has found that out during the happy days of quarantine. Quarantine, yeah, yeah. So. Lucky Chris. <laughs> I'm very worried that we'd be part of that baby boom. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. Yeah. Just pop on those celibacy pants. (laughs) Get that lock and key out. Get that lock and key out. I feel like this is turning into the same sort of episode as the one with you and Rich. It is. And this kind of probably explains the dynamic of why we get on so well. Um, Right. So there's, so we, we've got tonic water. Oh, salty snacks. Salty snacks. Salty snacks because they're not really an essential and I don't normally buy them. Yeah. But it kind of felt like holiday at the beginning. Yeah. And you want your gin and your salty snacks. Yeah, I get that. Actually, I I am going to say another one, which Go I can't on. get on Amazon. Um, Garnier Face Mist and SPF, the 50, the SPF oh, 50. Yeah. That's can't a good that. one, right. On at the moment, but right. it's only because we've had beautiful weather. Yeah. Mm, a paddling pool. Yeah, okay. I'm glad we've got one of those, to be fair. Yeah, we don't have one. And yeah, the kids, it could, yeah. Did he not come back with one from B&Q? No. Oh, oh. He came back with a lot of plants, some sand, and composty kind of things. So before um, we came live, me and Jess were talking about the fact that her husband had finally got out of the house, which was kind of much needed for their relationship because um, B&Q had reopened. And I was sort of saying, oh, what did he go to get? And you weren't really bothered. It was more about the fact that he just like had gone out and could bring something back to distract him. Yeah, Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's that in context. Okay, right. Can I just say my fifth one, actually? Oh, yeah, go on. You've I've got just one. I remember my fifth one. You know, everybody's doing DIY at the moment. Yeah. I can't get this paint that I want to do, well, that I want to use, basically. Right. It's um, French chic, dusky, dusky pink. I think that's the, uh, the name of it. Sounds I just want to paint all my, um, all my wood. And it's, but what's the brand? French chic? French chic. So, if you're mm-hmm. listening, then, French you know, chic alfresco paint please then send some jess's way i only want dusky pink though i don't (laughs) want any of the other colors just dusky pink not any of that stock that's left on the shelf (laughs) no no, any yeah none of the stuff that nobody else wants (laughs) (laughs) just the dusky pink yeah exactly so yeah fab right so jess when you introduced yourself you mentioned that you were actress turned lawyer turned marketeer turned blogger yeah was that right okay so that sounds like a pretty interesting journey 
Um, can you take us back a little bit and just take us through that journey? So take us maybe back from leaving school. What did you do? What decisions did you make? And what have you done that's got you to where you are now? Okay, so at school, I was always very academic. Um, I wanted to be a dentist at one point. Uh I mean, my dad's a dentist, so it it was kind of natural. Um, So I took like triple science and that sort of thing. But halfway through, my dad was just like, do not be a dentist. I'm bald. The stress of it has made me bald. Just don't just don't go there. So I was like, oh. okay. Um, so all the way through my childhood, I've acted. So I've done like the whole ballet, modern, jazz, dancing, singing, acting. Um, and I won a lot of awards. Amazing. Doing the, um, doing the acting. Um, so I always had that acting book, but I didn't think that it would be, because I had this academic chip on my shoulder, I didn't think that it would be good to take that seriously. Mm-hmm. But I decided not to go to sixth form. I went to college because they did drama and the acting bug got bigger, but I still have my little academic chip there. Um, I applied to Cambridge. Wow. See, you, you, you look I so surprised. I know, I did not know this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, um, in my childhood, my um, my sister was quite poorly and that was during my A-level, A-level years. And then I met Christian and I'll be honest, I kind of flunked my (laughs) A-levels. I was expected um, four A's, but I came out with ABC. So didn't get into Cambridge, didn't get into my insurance choice, went through clearing. And originally I was going to go and do English literature. Thank God I didn't. (laughs) Um, So I went through clearing and I went to Liverpool John Moores to do acting. Cool. And I had the most amazing three years. Um, yeah, it was it was brilliant. I wish that I well, because obviously after I finished that, um, I wish that I'd pursued it more. Yeah, that way. But obviously, because of where I came from, it was all like thinking academic, and obviously I needed to earn money. And I think like our you know, generation like the, anything that wasn't a sort of career path wasn't yeah. really talked about very much was it like no. you know so anything vocational or anything acting like I don't know I just feel like it just wasn't painted that picture really wasn't painted and for our generation even when you went to university there was still a big focus on the red brick universities yeah. and if you went to an old poly as they used to call it um it was kind of seen as a bit of a failure mm. Mm. You know, so so it's always battling against that. But yeah, and anyway, I did, um, I had a lot of auditions, um, doing various sales jobs to kind of, you know, keep my head keep above water. And then one of our family friends was just like, you'd be a great barrister. And I was like, oh my God. So um, I turned my attention to um, getting another string under my belt yeah is that the is that the string phrase? to your bow string to my bow yeah um and I went to BPP in Manchester I did the graduate diploma in law and the legal practice course because I changed my ideas after looking at the statistics I was like I am not going to be able to be a barrister <laughs> let's try the solicitor journey instead <laughs> and then um specialized in employment law worked in that for a while after after I had Roof. Well, after I had Cecily, um, one of my managers was just like, you do realise that you've been informally demoted because you've had a child, don't what? you? Yeah, I know. So I was like, oh, God, I really need to get out of this. That is um, not OK. I know. Yeah. So I have I have many, uh, many stories about discrimination mm. in those sort of areas. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And Christian's, well, most recently been quite heavily involved in marketing um and we wanted to do some we've always wanted to do something together way back it was we wanted to have a casting agency ah cool he he was very much he he had done film and media and obviously I had done the acting but yeah 
that didn't happen partly because we didn't move down to london ah uh, right that's right kind of like that's the hub really yeah uh, and yeah so we've just we, we set up stock cube it's been in a couple of different guises but stock cube digital is now where it's at um we're currently going through a rebrand along with not just a tit amazing so yeah. okay so tell us what's not just a tit so not just a tit is a blog that i set up two years ago so yeah two years ago it's, two, it's about two and a half years ago actually um rufus was only little and i basically just felt like a cow i felt like my boobs were out all the time yeah and i then, know that feeling but, yeah when you when you become a mom a lot of people just see you as that person that sort of vessel yeah 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 and you feel like little bits of your identity slowly seep away and you don't have once the baby's there you don't have the time the energy the headspace to actually find it again yeah so it was kind of like that sort of journey so in it it's 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 a lifestyle blog I talk about mental health occasionally um things to do with your kids food yeah, that sort of thing. And this is why, so we obviously bonded because I think like we're on a very similar, like we have a very similar outlook about parenting, don't we? I think. Yeah, yeah. And about ourselves as people. And I think yours and Christian relationship is very similar to mine and Kiwis. And, you know, in the sense of trying to kind of maintain that sense of self and still be a mum but not yeah. just be a mum and like you, yeah. you know as you say not just be a tit which I think is very yeah. um you know really showcases your personality and <laughs> and I get where that comes from having been a breastfeeding mum as well that yeah. kind of just feeling like a milked cow at all times and actually yeah, my that's really. what Kiwi used to call me he used to call yeah. me Daisy the cow so oh yeah for a while um and he used to make sound <laughs> effects as well yeah as you can imagine Um, (laughs) but I I I think I love about your content is I love that it's lifestyle content because that's what I'm kind of interested on I like getting to know the person and all aspects like I'm not massively into like the mummy blogger scene because yeah it's always been a part of my identity but not the identity so and eventually the kids are going to grow up yeah you know, if you, if you put all of your effort into writing about that, yeah, it's great for other people to then, you know, come along and see it. But then what happens to you? You you have to do a massive rebrand. Yeah. And you'll always have that thing that you are the mummy blogger. Yeah. You, th- surely there's other aspects to your personality as well. And I think... I don't know. Yeah, but, and I think... Yeah, that's how I feel about it, though. Yeah, I think... And for you personally, I th- and, and for myself as well, I think that's what kind of works for us, is being able mm. to talk about life and talk about mental health or talk about food interiors I know we're kind of interested in a lot of the same things so um yeah I definitely say check out Jess's blog because um yeah there's loads of great content on there I love um your cooking content and your baking like that's a big part of your personality that's really nice when it comes out and you get to show that Um, kind of like the anti-vegan anti-diet person (laughs) because this is why we bonded yeah yeah. I see an egg and some butter and I want to make that cake yeah yeah (laughs) and that's why I love you yeah (laughs) okay so you've talked about a journey um you've sort of mentioned a little bit there some regret in the actor performance side and maybe Uh having some decisions that have taken you down a certain path do you think that your kind of career in blogging and content creation is filling that gap a little bit do you feel like there's a kind of performance element to it yes and no because I always wanted to be an actress to not be myself I find it very uncomfortable being myself funnily enough unless I'm with people who I'm very very comfortable around Mm -hmm. like if you put if you send me to an event I kind of hope that there's alcohol there because I feel like I just I'm just 100 miles an hour with people because I am so nervous yeah um so yeah in in one respect it does fulfill that but in another it doesn't like I could never go onto my um my Instagram and do an acting sketch you know like um I've got, I've got a couple of friends like tired and tested 
So she's one at the moment who's doing like really cool things. I could never do that. I'd right. have to set up uh, a, like an anonymous account. <laughs> like there is, I am starting to sing on my Instagram, but I will never show you my face. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, See, this can't. is, because a lot of the times, is this on stories? No. Ah. There, there is, there, there are, there's one at the moment that's a stop motion. <gasps> a few, so it's a few weeks old. You've seen it. You I've have seen, seen it. it. Yeah. But I, maybe I watched it with the sound off because I often catch up on my like, Instagram at night in bed when yeah, everyone's yeah, sleeping. So you, it will be, yeah. Right. It, and I'm singing on that. Oh, um, <laughs> I go back. I've heard um, you sing. I've got quite a few. Oh yes, you have. But that was a drunken sing. That was a drunken sing. <sighs> You're fantastic, and I think <laughs> so. Jess is somebody, and I hope you don't mind me saying, but I feel like a lot of us women and people and everyone in general, but women particularly, you know, put ourselves down, and I feel yeah. like you downplay your talents, and and I don't mean downplay that in a sort of like you know and you don't see how amazing you are and you it's very uncomfortable well this is it and I feel why do we all get so uncomfortable with like you said at the beginning you know you hate this bit because it feels like you're bigging yourself up like I so many of us feel like that yeah and I've been really trying to teach myself over the years to not do that to myself like to you know if I don't talk myself up nobody else is gonna and I feel like you know you really are fantastic you're incredibly talented and I think you should definitely push that passion within you that makes you happy like definitely yeah. push that out on your content if well that's... to be fair but I mean before lockdown um I was due to do some auditions I've put myself back out there. oh I love that I mean to be fair I have or I've not actually fully finished signing up to this extra agency because I thought well I'll go down the extra route yeah dip your toes in yeah just get myself out there again and then see where it takes me because I look at some of the people who I went to uni with who are doing absolutely amazingly you know Mm. like acting with Benedict Cumberbatch yeah you know that sort of thing snogging Ryan Gosling (laughs) and I'm just like oh my god that could have been me (laughs) you know but so. that's that's the old comparison kind of creeping oh, in again. Yeah, and comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, but because it's good to have a few of those moments. You know, those envious moments. Well, I mean, <laughs> if if I could snog Ryan Gosling, I oh, would definitely totally. be. Yeah. I'd definitely be there. <laughs> but I guess so. You you know, that's kind of a path that maybe didn't happen for you at a certain time, mm-hmm. but that is still potential there. And do you see that sitting alongside? you know, Stock Cube or the rebranded Stock Cube is that side of things. Do you like Jess, the businesswoman? Do you like running your own business? Is that something you always Um, want to do? It's funny because I've got like um, two sort of faces, Mm. if that makes sense. So me as normal Jess is quite, well, quite crazy, quite scatty. Um, Whereas as soon as I put my professional head on, I'm very down the line. That's yeah. why I used to, in, in one respect, I used to love doing the employment law. And actually... Because I used to have a problem and I would be able to solve it. And I'd, I'd, I'd be... I'd, the thing that I used to take away from it was I used to make people happy. Yeah. So get them what they wanted. And you know when I, just to just to cut across you there, but when I really first realised that was when you did that IGTV about um, when we all went into lockdown. And you oh, did, yeah. it was kind of like the first yeah. time I saw you with like your, you know, law legal My hat on. Hat on yeah, yeah, and I loved yeah. it actually. And, and, and it, oh. but it, you know, there, there is, we're multifaceted, all of us have these different yeah, parts definitely. to us. And why can they not just go along together? And I actually think, you know, we look at, you know you're comparing yourself to someone else's journey as we all do but actually I think it's quite cool that you have got these different channels that you can show your different sides of your like experience and personality in that's what I do love about social media actually and particularly Instagram that you can show that but there are kind of drawbacks to doing that from the from outsiders really because if they come across their across your account and say they're interested in food and they see I don't know like interior like a couple of interior posts or a couple of kid posts and they've not scrolled down enough 
it's very difficult to then grab their attention, if that makes sense, like, because there's no real niche But do there. you think, I agree with you, and we've talked about this a lot over the years, yeah. but I feel particularly with Instagram that it's changing much more heavily to the stories, which Definitely. is much more about the person. Like, I know... 90% of the people I follow it's because I, I like them or I'm interested in them as a person uh-huh. and like the the feed like to be honest like your feed barely comes up because I'm so engaged with your stories yeah, I very rarely scroll through my feed I'm yeah. always scrolling along the other way exactly and horizontally I think, yeah and I think yeah. aside from some of those real like um you know vogue looking accounts like you know I always mm. talk about uh, Masoni, I love her yeah. for the aesthetic and of the content that she's creating. She's yeah. insane. Her grid, like, yes. But in terms of, like, getting to know the person, it's all about stories. And I actually all think about them, yeah. that maybe that's, a you know, a good thing, not having that niche, in inverted commas. Yeah. Because you can kind yeah. of showcase that. And it is constantly changing as well, isn't it? Absolutely. In terms of yeah social media is absolutely yeah okay so what is you know you mentioned you've got two kids you've got Uh quite a few different hats that you wear you've got a few different like facets to your business before um lockdown what does your kind of average day look like how do you manage your time and being a mum and work so I juggle my whole day around Cecily's school okay so obviously she's in from half eight till three. And that's primary um, school, isn't it? Primary school. So she's in reception. Oh, so oh I know. Obviously, you know, they've had to cut that year short. Yeah. Um, but usually I've got Mondays and Fridays and my days where Rufus doesn't go into nursery. Mm-hmm. So on Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays, I will go on the, um, the nursery slash school drop off at about half eight. Mm-hmm. Um, get them sorted, come back, I'll make myself a nice cup of tea and I'll be in my office. Yeah. If I'm fed up of the office, I will come in here, which yeah. is my bedroom because I'm, I'm doing this podcast from my bedroom. Yeah. From soft office bed. Um, and depending on what I've got, I'll either work for paid stuff, mm-hmm. which will be my client work, mm-hmm. or I'll do non-paid stuff. Mm-hmm which is kind of like my blog work. And actually, I think it's a really interesting point that you brought up there for any other kind of bloggers and content creators listening to this, that, you know, a lot of what we do is unpaid. And I think... A lot. You know, and that's also how it would have started. Like, nobody... You wouldn't have started not just a tip with a view to be, you know, making loads of money out of it. I didn't start Holly Goes Lightly for that reason. And, but, you know, we've grown and we've developed and we've got an engaged following and you can start to commercialize things but I'd say I don't know about you but probably 90% of the content I put out there is unpaid yeah but if 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 you didn't love it yeah then you wouldn't do it yeah you know because I do feel like you need to have that passion you can't go into blogging thinking that you're going to earn money. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm. But that is the crux of the um, of the whole thing. You just yeah. you just can't. It's not one of those things. I I see I see like young people say that their dream job would be a blogger or a YouTuber. Yeah. And inside, a little bit of me dies. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Because it is, it is a lot of hard work, a lot of behind the scenes work. I mean, to be fair, I didn't even know that I could make money out of my content until I joined We Blog North. Yeah, yeah. Until I joined that, I didn't know that you could, well, obviously, I mean, I had friends who were in it, but they like, they're stratospheric. Yeah. I didn't know that people my sort of level could, and, and you know, there are doors that can be opened. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's a good little plug for the community. And actually, oh, I sh- I, <laughs> thanks, I should have said... That uh, community inspired collaborate. Yes. Should have actually. Sorry. I, no, that's fine. But as I have had a little rebrand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and actually, I shared something about that this morning because um, in the fro has been doing these ten minute um, kind of behind the business type posts, which is a, a very new thing for her. Yeah. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know her, she's very big in the content creation scene. She's probably one of the OG kind of bloggers turned, you know. Uh, entrepreneur and she has amazing content and it was actually really nice to see her kind of give a real insight into how 
you can make money yeah. and also and her views on that and I thought that was really interesting and actually you know I was watching it and she's had like hundreds of thousands of views and I'd actually done that a few months ago yeah. and I shared it with her and she was she was um she said she'd watch it actually which is really sweet but I I've done something similar on my IGTV because I think one of the big things about our industry is that people don't talk about they it. They don't talk. That's what really, really pisses Christian off. Yeah. Because it's just like the SEO industry is constantly talking, yeah. constantly giving away their magic formulas. Yeah. And the blogging industry and the social media industry doesn't. Yeah. And he's just like, he finds it really, really weird. Yeah. And that's why, again, that's why I kind of started the community. I mean, I've just shared my media pack within our community and and given a talk through because I just think the more that we can talk about that stuff and I will always talk, you know, one to one with people about, you know, what I charge and things as well, because it empowers us because we are in a new industry that um there isn't a template really. No. And we do have to decide our value. Otherwise, we're letting other people brands and and big corporates decide our value and that's not right and yeah, I think because we are kind of like new in this industry we're the yeah. ones that are setting the setting the sort of precedent as yeah. well so if we are undervaluing ourselves then brands are going to keep taking the piss yeah exactly. not that all of them do no 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 say, but yeah yeah uh, Absolutely. And I think, um, so yeah, that's just a bit, I sort of went off on a tangent then, but it was quite a nice aside, I think, because I think lots of people who might be listening to this, who have a blog and are not quite sure um, whether they can commercialise it, like we're two very good examples of people who are you know if you want to call it micro influencers whatever you want to say but we have a very engaged um audience but we don't have millions of followers and you don't need millions of followers to have a career in this industry and yes don't get me wrong some people will be paid stratospheric amounts according to that and you know there are like in every business there are people who are flying as CEOs and directors and there are people that are you know all different levels yeah. um and everyone's got a place in it but it's definitely not an easy ride is it it's not no. all free no. gifts and you know press trips basically no no definitely not definitely not but how nice would it be to go on a few press trips oh after the Maldives absolutely (laughs) after this that is what I'm doing for sure (laughs) press trip or not that's where I'm going um can I come (laughs) yeah obviously (laughs) let's get a brand if any brands are out there listening and they want to send me and Jess you know off on a press trip to not Bogner preferably somewhere like god no Bali yeah Bali (laughs) Bali not Bogner darling (laughs) (laughs) um Fab so you 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 know you're juggling Mm. Do you like having, you know, talked a little bit about income there. Do you like having that kind of multiple streams of income? Because again, I think that's a fairly Um, new thing, isn't it? For most people. Definitely. definitely. Um, I read Emma Gannon's book. Ah, I thought it was on my bedside table. It's not. It's um, the the multi-hyphen method. Yes. Yeah. And it made a hell of a lot of sense. And Christian's always on at me to say, you know, we need different pots. Yeah. Because if one pot goes, then yep. we've got another one. And the world is is changing. No longer I mean, there are a few people who are still in that sort of like traditional career sort of pathway, but generally like you, you, you get to your mid thirties and you're just like, I'm, I'm actually not enjoying what I'm doing. Mm. I want to spend time with my family. I don't want to be, you know, working my absolute butt off for my boss to go and go on holiday in the Bahamas, you know, yeah. cause I want to be there. Um, so there have been a few strings to my bow before. Like I've done, you know, multi-level marketing stuff before, yeah. you know, to get an extra stream of income. Um, you know, he's done freelance work. I used to do a few, I, I used to do a few freelance acting jobs. Yeah. Um, you know, so that sort of thing, it, it gives you a bit of variety in life as well, doesn't it? Well, and it's totally, I think it's, I think it's possible. And I, I know as a culture here in kind of the UK, we're very much brought up on this path of, you Definitely. know, school. Professionalism. Yeah. Exactly. And you either go to uni or you don't and you do something vocational and you become like a a skilled kind of worker 
or you go to uni, you start at the bottom of something that you work your way up that ladder, you have sick pay, you have a salary that gets a percentage review each year and like, yeah. you know, you get 21 days annual leave and that's yeah. your life. And I I know for me, a big part of my decision was I I wanted to book a three-week holiday if I wanted to book it. I didn't want to have to ask someone else. Yeah. If I was working my ass off, I didn't want to have to wait four months till I was allowed to have like a Friday afternoon yeah. off. Yeah. And, you know, that was a huge part for me. And I know that a lot of people find it scary not having that template that we're brought up thinking we can, mm-hmm. we should have. But actually, I don't know what you think, but is it as scary as people think? To kind of jumping off and doing your own thing? I'm quite, I'm probably the wrong person to say this to because my safety net is Christian. Like yes. I've been with him since I was 17. Yeah. Um, if I, I mean, to be fair, if I wasn't with him, my life would be completely different anyway. You'd be I know it Ryan would be. Gosling, just saying. Hello. Well, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> God thanks, damn but it. no thanks, Christian. I know. Bloody hell. Can you believe it? Instead, I'm snogging a beard. <laughs> a great beard to be fair yeah you should see it at the moment lockdown isn't doing him many favors i tell you um, <laughs> we might want to edit that bit out i just don't know whether it's being a bit horrible to my husband <laughs> now i've forgotten the question um is it as scary is it as scary as people think you know going out leaving that sort of nine to five type job um No. And I'm going to say that because my sister is in this position at the moment. So she is a senior designer for McQueen. Amazing. She's just not happy. Yeah. She's mid-30s And that would be like what some people, they're like dream jobs, right? Oh my God, of course. But, you know, she's been in in the fashion industry for years, but she feels like she's only got certain sort of skills that are not necessarily transferable and I'm just like yeah but that you have so many transferable skills you just need to look outside of the box and I think the scariest actually the scariest thing is knowing that you are going to take a pay a pay drop mm-hmm. at That's least to start with thing. yeah definitely at least yeah. to start with you will because yeah. you're not going to be you're not going to be out there on your own and bringing in 60 grand yeah, it's just away. not going to happen yeah um you know so if you can get over that and say you've saved for a good few months so at least you can pay like your rent your mortgage and your bills yeah i don't think it's a scary thing and as long as you've got a plan yeah then that's the way forward i think i think yeah i think that's it it's having a bit of a plan but i really just wanted to pick up on something you said there when you're talking about your sister which is transferable skills and i think again that kind of cultural culture of having a CV that's very like black and white, like what was my job title and what yeah. industry did I work in? So that means I can only ever work again in that job title or in that industry is actually, you know, really, really limiting. Really limiting. And when yeah. you think about the skills that anybody has on a daily basis and especially now and especially I bet after lockdown Mm. loads of people are going to be able to add the fact that they are now social media whizzes and you know can host live calls and webinars and and what have you and I think that's a really important thing if you are in a certain industry and you're listening to this and you are worried that you've pigeonholed yourself then actually don't like sit back have a look at the skill set that you have as opposed to think outside the box think wider yeah absolutely and that is totally possible for everyone but I really like your honesty there as well in the money side it is very rare that somebody you know leaves a kind of more traditional nine-to-five job in pursuit of their own career and Mm -hmm. immediately matches their income or exceeds it like it takes time I think everybody that I've interviewed on this podcast who are at very different levels of their journey and very different levels of income they have all agreed on that point that there has been that couple of months where either there's no income or you know it there's not very much so definitely allow yourself and I know that if I had stayed in the law I would be earning a lot more money yeah but the trade-off just I don't get anything from that trade-off yeah you know the the things that I do have is that I'm there for my kids yeah 
Gets yeah, I'm earning a little runs. bit of money. I'm, I'm, I'm not earning as as much as I used to. Yeah. That's the truth. Um, but I can be there for them. And plus, I get to do what I want to do. Yeah. I'm not, and this sounds really awful and quite feminist, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not working for a man mm. that used to take my ideas and pass them off, off as his own. Yeah. Because that is what used to always happen to me in my last job. And it used to really, really annoy me because they were my ideas. I didn't get the, um, the thanks, the appreciation. Yeah. And the credit. And I, yeah. I bet yeah. there are a lot of people listening to this nodding away because I was just nodding away. Yeah. And yeah, I think that is the thing, isn't it? You know, it's, if you, it, not everybody is the same if you can find a company a corporation a boss that you respect and respects you back and that you know respects the team mm-hmm. that's fantastic but there's so many of us out there that have had that kind of experiences yeah where yeah we maybe haven't had that recognition or you sort of think well I'm working my butt off for somebody else's holiday and it's funny I think lockdown will actually uncover that a lot yeah because you're finding you, you're away from that sort of that that environment which I'm not going to say it's cultish, but when when you're in an organisation, there's some sort of atmosphere where it makes you feel that if you left, it would be the worst thing that you could ever do. Um, but you're away from that. You're working from home. How often is your manager contacting you? You know, are they are they doing nice things for you whilst you're away from the office? And I bet you will find that so many people are not being cared for or shown respect yeah. or shown sort of shown appreciation for their loyalty yeah. during this time. Yeah. And, you know, and obviously just harping back and we uh, to a point earlier about, you know, when you were pregnant and when you had kids and that, again, mm-hmm. that period in a woman's life is very rarely nurtured by a, no, by an not. employee and supported. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's a massive reason why there'll be lots of um, mums and mums-to-be that listen to this that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. are considering changing their, their journey. But um, that's so interesting. Thank you for sharing all of that and that that's insight. Right. I think it's really great that you've been super honest as well. Um, so just to sort of start to wrap things up, mm-hmm. what does success look like for you this is a very very difficult one to answer because I used to place a lot of my value in money yeah a lot of it I don't have much Mm self-confidence so it was always about money and how much I brought in and how much I'm worth etc 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 success I think it's turning to contentment now. I want to be happy with my life choices. I want to be happy that I'm raising children to be kind. I want them to be kind more than anything. Mm -hmm. Kind and creative. Um, And just do it, you know, having the time and having you know, the the opportunity to do nice things in life with my family. I think that's lovely. I think that's my success. I love that. And I think, yeah, I think that's fantastic. And I think that's really honest. And I think that's an amazing benchmark to have and actually a lot more genuine and happy than I think just pinning everything down on a salary which I know lots of people will do so um yeah I love that oh thank you um what's (laughs) next for Jess so once lockdown is over um I'm going to pursue that acting yay yeah um and see what happens I don't know what'll happen in my private life (laughs) Obviously, we hope that that's all, all okay. Still married. All okay, yeah. <laughs> hope I'm not part of the divorce rates at the end of this. <laughs> you know, he's been to B and Q, so he's happy now. <laughs> Won't see him again for a day. Yeah, no. um, and, and hopefully, we just want to grow the business. Um, I think what I was discussing about lockdown. I think he's sort of realising that in terms of his employed status so yeah. I think might be some changes there yeah but nothing too drastic because obviously we've still got a mortgage to pay <laughs> <laughs> um and I was going to change my name I mean you know this I, I was going to change my name not yeah. just to, to something different and um, so I have been thinking about that over the past few days but 
I think I'm going to stick with it at the moment. Nice. Yeah. Good for you. We'll see. I mean, wholesome brands might not want me, but... Uh, Do you want wholesome brands, Jess? <laughs> well, I was thinking John Lewis. <laughs> I mean, I love a bit of John Lewis, but no. <laughs> JL, if you're listening... <laughs> Just ignore the tit words. We yeah. can work with that. We can, you can, we can asterisk that out. Well, no, it's just it, it's just a a bodily part, isn't it? Or a bird. Or, or a bird. Actually, it's a it's a bird. It's not a bodily part. Yeah. Blue tit, great tit. Exactly. Mythology, mm. right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, and then just a couple um, of quick fires to wrap it all up. Okay. So, do you have um, a resource, a book? a app or anything that you can recommend somebody that you found really useful it doesn't have to be about anything particular but something that's really helped you on your journey so um i'm gonna do a couple yeah organizational um the hello day planners yes i've got this one in front of me oh my god i've got mine sat right here so this sorry we're just because we're on skype so lovely isn't it so yeah. Chris, Kristen is amazing, Kristen. and actually, I'm I follow Kristen. Yeah, maybe Kristen. Sorry, Kristen, isn't Sorry, it? Love. Um, I was actually <laughs> just talking work. to Kat about this over on on I'm on her podcast in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and she had hers as well. And within the community, community inspire collaborate, we've worked mm-hmm. with Hello Day Planner a lot, yeah. and she is another person who has gone out and done her own thing, and yeah. Um, I'm with you on that one because organisationally, yeah, so it's organisation. I mean, I ha- I can't work fully online. I have to have something yeah. tangible in front of me. Same. It goes into my brain better. Yeah. Um. So I've got my Hello Day planner. I, I use Google Keep. That's more for my social media. Nice. Like just jotting down ideas, doing my captions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh, cool. From a family point of view, we use FamCal. Oh, I don't know that. It's only because we used to use the Google Calendar, but something happened to it. I'm not entirely sure. It wasn't syncing. So FamCal <laughs> is what we use. And if it's not in the calendar, it doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I think because be a if lot not, of... it just can't yeah. work. And obviously, from, from a, a business point of view, Chris is trying to get me to use Trello with all of those, like boards and and stuff yeah I am trying but obviously it goes against my tangible yeah 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 but from a because obviously I try and work on my self self self-worth and my self-confidence my big book that I always go to is Brené Brown okay Daring Greatly amazing that's my big one at the moment and yeah that's the second time I'm reading through it you know Occasionally, when you're in the toilet, you want a little bit Quick of time to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Don't want to uh, deal with the kids. <laughs> I'll get that out. Love it. <laughs> but no, that that is a brilliant book in terms of, you know, just getting rid of you or just getting into your vulnerability, showing your vulnerable side, side because actually that is a sign of strength. Yeah. Amazing. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic that's That's really thank you no that's really really helpful I think loads of people find that super helpful and I will link all of these in the show notes as well so people can find them really easily um who inspires you you've talked about a couple of people today but who would you say have been big inspirations in your life in oh god in my oh gosh in my life Oh, I mean, obviously, oh God, this sounds like I'm so brown-nosing. Go on. <laughs> but obviously, one of my inspirations is you from the oh. blogging side because you've taught me so many, so many different things. Oh, that's lovely. Oh. Uh, yeah, you, because you've taught me so much in this sort of online world. Um, I speak about your husband a lot. Oh. To me, like, between me and Chris. Um, just because of his journey as well yeah you know and we want to kind of emulate that yeah um so that that's kind of one he's always one that I um that I lurk upon oh well I'm sure he'd be very happy to hear that yeah I'm not I haven't got I haven't got to the stalking phase yet so (laughs) he's safe it's coming (laughs) it's it's coming (laughs) although I think I've burnt my bridges with that one oh shush (laughs) um um I don't know there's I mean there's a lot of people on Instagram who I look up to because of like their journey yeah I don't know whether I could ever emulate it but it's not about 
in being inspired is not about emulating is it no, and I think no, that's probably something that's worth us all remembering as well is that if you're inspired by someone's journey it doesn't mean it, it you have to go along that same journey yeah I mean Katie Katie Woods her content that she puts out is is good so, like, so good all, I like the way that she grew her account that was very interiors based and now she's popped them up popped up on stories and yeah. like you said yeah. this is where it's at you, you know her personality yeah you know what else she's interested in you know like the beauty stuff as well and beauty she's stuff. lovely and you she's see so that lovely. so lovely yeah uh yeah so there's just there are so many people that i am inspired by um i bet other people have said really really good things haven't they no <laughs> what am i not a good thing to be to have on your oh, list sorry, yeah. <laughs> wow <laughs> It's like, you know, you give with one hand, you take with the other. (laughs) So to wrap it up, Jess, um, so just, no, thank you so much. I've really, really enjoyed this chat and I always enjoy chatting with you. And I think you've got an amazing journey and some really fantastic insights that a lot of people will be able to relate to um, listening to this. So just to finish up, where can we find you? Where can we follow you? Tell us where you're at. My website is notjustatip.uk. Um, obviously, the rebrand will be coming soon. Um, and I am on not uh, Instagram is not just a tip. Yeah, I've got a bit of a Pinterest board out there as well. I am on Facebook, but I don't do much on Facebook as well. Okay, fab. Well, I will link everything in the show notes so yeah. that people can find you easily and go give Jess a follow. Go and interact with her; she's fab. And I definitely say, Jess, you're one of these people that you give so much back to the people that follow you. Like I love when when I follow someone and I send a DM and someone replies. Like I just think yeah. that. There are lots of accounts that don't do that. And I think, um, yeah, you're you're a good egg and more people should be following you. Thank you. I've loved this chat. Thank you. Oh, good. I'm glad you've enjoyed it. And um, yeah, thank you so much. Speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you found something useful and inspiring, then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star review and a rating because it really helps other people hear this podcast too. If you'd like to enter a competition for a one-to-one coaching session or a blog audit with me, then make sure you leave an email address in that review as well. And if you'd like to submit a question or a topic for discussion, then just send me an email. Find me and my business information, including how to join my growing online community of entrepreneurs and content creators over on holly-wood.co.uk or over on Instagram. All the details about how to contact me and find me and follow me are in the show notes. Thank you. Have a fab week.